1: Let the power of God move among you. Let him do his thing. He promises he'll do it. He doesn't expect you to be fearless or have the right words. He have you ever tried you to witnessing to
0: someone only to end up trying move. to use your persuasion skills it's not on to convince you to make them to turn to Jesus? Them. Today, Pastor it's David you to teaches faithful, you that it is not your job them. to convict the hearts of the people you are witnessing to But instead, your role is to plant the seed and see how God works afterward. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, as he continues his message, Spiritual Wisdom.
1: Point number one today: Just make the decision to share the gospel. Jesus just tells us to go, tell people. In fear and trembling, in uncertainty and not wise words, sloppy, sloppy grammar. I've tried sharing the gospel in Spanish, in the, a few times like. And God gave the language, but my broken Spanish was not what did it. You know, it was the Holy Spirit moving. He says, We'll speak in new tongues. He gives us the stern warning here to not fear people's opinions, do not be ashamed of Him. And He's like, In this crooked generation, He's like, We know ourselves. Why do you care about people's opinions? Why do we worry so much about losing status, favor among people? He's like, you don't trust them anyways. It's not that he doesn't love us, right? But whose opinion are you going to judge? The world is broken. Trust your father's opinion. Don't trust theirs. Tell them the truth that they might be restored and receive his love too. But don't let their opinion dictate how you share the gospel. Instead he says go and I am with you. He tells us he grounds it in his authority. Jesus says he's king of the universe and he's with us. He says go and trust him. He doesn't say trust that you're going to have the right words in yourself. He just says be faithful and he'll confirm the message. That's what Paul was saying here. He says I was with you in fear and trembling. But I desired to not even try to make it that I was so smart. I just let the power of God move among you. Let him do his thing. He promises he'll do it. He doesn't expect you to be fearless or have the right words. He just calls you to show up. And he says he'll move. It's not on you to make people trust in him. It's on you to be faithful, to share, and to love them, and to care that they know. But he's the one who's at work in their hearts, and he's the one who will move in power. We don't need to pick up snakes and drink poison. He says, he, he says he'll move. He'll prove these things at the right time. He'll prove himself. You pray for people, and sometimes they'll be healed. Sometimes you'll have him show up in supernatural ways that are really obvious to everyone. Other times, he says, the only supernatural thing you'll see is that the person receives Jesus and their lives are transformed. Other times, he's going to say later in chapter three, he's like, one person waters another plants. God is the one who gives the increase. Maybe you just share the gospel and two years later, somebody else does and that person receives Jesus then. You don't know when and how God is going to use your faithfulness, but he calls you to be faithful. But he does say that our involvement matters. As we go on in verse 6, even though it doesn't matter, you don't have to have the right words. You don't have to have the right wisdom to convince people. Verse 6, he says, we do speak wisdom to the mature, But it's not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom that God ordained before the ages for our glory. The wisdom that none of the rulers of this age knew. Because if they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. We talked about the tension of the human wisdom and the spiritual wisdom. And this brings in another dimension here. Because on the one hand, I think he's talking about the human rulers who didn't understand, right? Why they would not have crucified Jesus if they believed. But he's also talking about the spiritual principalities and powers. That the, the devil would not have crucified Jesus, would not have worked the way he did if he knew that that was going to be the thing that does him in, right? God hid his wisdom, God desires the salvation of people, but the, the enemy has, is already operating against him, already committed to that, and God hid his plans to deliver this covert attack against the enemy. It's wild to think about, right? It, sounds, it feels weird to think about God operating as a strategist, the wisdom of God. God... It seems what he's indicating here did the same thing. He secretly, hidden through the ages, had this plan to destroy the works of the enemy, but in a very visceral, real way. Point number two, we need to recognize that we live in a spiritual war. We don't think of it this way a lot of times, I think. This is not our sort of natural way of looking at the world. But this is the way God tells us the world actually works. In Peter, he says, your enemy, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion. Take up the full armor of God. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against spiritual powers. We do wrestle against a spiritual enemy tear down strongholds. He speaks in terms of war. And I think for a lot of us, it feels like a fairy tale, right? It kind of feels like, you know, it sounds too much like Harry Potter or something. You know, it feels too pretend for us. But if you think about it, the existence of all the fairy tales is evidence of a truth written on our hearts. Like every culture, every nation in every age has to come up with these grandiose stories of involvement with supernatural power, more than merely observable supernatural power that we have a role to play. And it's written on our hearts that there's there's something here that's deeper than just what we see. And you're in church, so most of you probably have less trouble believing that there's a spiritual reality. We kind of get that there's... In our heads, we believe demons and angels kind of sort of that exists, that there's some sort of spiritual reality. What gets harder, I think, is believing that I have a job to do that matters. God's in control, so I just kind of do my thing, and he's got it. And he is in control, but he says he's given you a job. You have responsibilities here. Matthew 10, 16, Jesus says, pay attention. Behold, I send you as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves to the people around you, not to the enemy. To the enemy, he says, tear it down. But beware of people because people will deliver you over to councils and scourge you in their synagogues and you'll be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them that they might know the truth that the nations, the Gentiles would know you. But when they deliver you up, don't worry about what you're going to say because it will be given to you in that hour what you will speak because it's not you who speak but the spirit of your father who speaks in you.
0: for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in 1st Corinthians when you tune in again. For now though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at mainthingradio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We meet at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we would still love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call at 305 531 2730. When you call, please let us know how we can be praying for you. That number again is 305 531 5312730 that's all for today tune in next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio